Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1883. Love your gut with fermented foods by Ryan Nouveau with EllieMcGinnis.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites, of course, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And with that, let's get right to our next article and continue optimizing your life. Love Your Gut with Fermented Foods by Ryan Naveau with elliemcginnis.com. Another leisurely lazy Sunday rolls around. I have my coffee and start cooking up a tasty breakfast of eggs, avocado, and sourdough toast. The real star of the show, however, is sitting in a dark corner of the pantry amidst the other fermenting jars that I use for my fermented food recipes. Grab my sauerkraut and give myself a generous helping. The color is vibrant from the red cabbage I used. There's a tangy, delicious sourness and hints of earthy anise from the caraway seeds that I added. Tasty flavors on the tongue, good bacteria for the tum. Something of an obscurity in the past, fermented foods such as sauerkraut and other fermented food recipes have been thrust into the limelight in recent years. I believe the recent rediscovery and renaissance in fermented food recipes is mostly due to a broader general interest in artisan food products and the recent interest in health and nutrition. Fitness and nutrition have been my interests for many years. Fermented recipes are really the icing on the cake for me when it comes to a healthy, nourishing diet. Homemade probiotics. I am a huge advocate of fermented foods recipes. This is not only because of their interesting flavors and the satisfaction that comes with making them, but also their health benefits. When we ferment foods at home, such as fermenting cabbage or lacto-fermented pickles, we create an environment for millions of beneficial microorganisms that live in unison with us. The thought that these tiny bugs are living in their trillions, are living on and in us, is enough to make anyone's skin crawl. But these little critters are vital for our survival. They perform a variety of tasks for us, such as breaking down difficult-to-digest plant fibers. They also produce vitamins, such as vitamin K, and keep out harmful pathogenic microorganisms. Nutrients from real food. I'm not a huge fan of taking capsules. I prefer to get my nutrients from food. Don't get me wrong, I do take a multivitamin to cover my bases. Apart from that, my priorities are eating the full rainbow of colors of fruit and vegetables and making sure I get good protein and healthy fats from sardines and nuts. Probiotic foods top it off. The market for probiotic capsules now is huge, mostly due to all of the emerging studies and data suggesting their many health benefits. But if we can get them from tasty, easy-to-make food, shouldn't this be the more obvious route? As with anything, fermented food recipes are not for everybody. 
But if you have bad memories of sauerkraut when you were a kid, or if you've read a sensationalized story about a bad batch of kombucha on the internet, I would still encourage you to persevere. You see, there are so many different fermented food recipes, so you're bound to find one you like, and they are well worth it for the health benefits. I'll cover a couple in this post. Metal juice, anyone? You may have already known some of the more common fermented food recipes, such as sauerkraut, or you may have bought it from the store. What many don't realize, however, is that store-bought sauerkraut is often pasteurized. While we associate pasteurization with killing harmful bugs, it also kills the good ones. Not only is store-bought sauerkraut neutralized of its good bacteria, but there are concerns that the acidity of the sauerkraut may cause metal leaching from the can it's stored in. Metal juice is not so good for us. Even if you haven't tried sauerkraut, chances are that you are already consuming some other fermented foods anyway. Did you know artisan chocolate, vinegar, yogurt, coffee, and cheese are fermented? Not to mention one of my favorites, beer. Aside from the fermented food recipes that we all know, such as the ones previously mentioned, others such as milk kefir, water kefir, and tempeh have become more popular in recent times. I have always loved the flavors of Asia, but it wasn't until I was lucky enough to travel to South Korea that I experienced the fiery, pungent delicacy that is known as kimchi. So, what else is there in this world of exotic taste sensations and fermented food recipes? Here are just a couple. Kimchi, sauerkraut's fiery cousin. You may have tried sauerkraut, but have you tried kimchi? Kimchi is made a little differently when compared to sauerkraut, but the kimchi fermentation process is essentially very similar with a few tweaks. Kimchi is a fermented vegetable recipe that has quite an impressive tradition surrounding it. Eaten with most meals in South Korea, it is a national staple. The first time I tried it, I was visiting a friend in Seoul, the capital of South Korea. The very first night, he said, we know we're going out for Korean barbecue. I didn't even know that Korean barbecue was a thing, but I was soon left wondering why it wasn't more widely known. We entered the Korean barbecue restaurant. It looked pretty normal apart from the foil tubes hanging down from the ceiling to each table. What were these tubes for? Is this how food is dispensed on your plate? The tubes were not to dispense food on your plate. All therefore is to extract smoke from the little barbecue rack that is inset into each table. Very cool idea. The food comes to your table all sliced up into thin strips and ready to go straight onto the hot barbecue. You get lettuce to wrap up your self-cooked morsels and an array of condiments. There it was, bright red and pungent smelling, the kimchi. My friend said I had to try it, so I wrapped my veggies and put a slice of kimchi on. I took a bite and savored the crunchy texture and pleasant sourness that I loved from sauerkraut. Then came the heat. One of the ways kimchi differs from sauerkraut is that it gets its red color from the Korean chili that's mixed into it. It also has garlic, ginger, and other ingredients depending on who's making it and where it's made. After this trip, my interest was piqued. What other fermented food recipes were out there for me to find on this culinary adventure? Natto, love it or hate it? One of my best friends is Japanese. The Japanese are famous for their meticulous craft skills and amazing food. On a trip to visit her family, she showed me many tasty treats. Her mom would whip up amazing dinners with many different little dishes to pick and choose from. Not one to stick with the standard fare, I wanted to try a fermented bean dish that I had heard of. The name of this condiment is natto. Popular among the older generation as a breakfast food, 
Natto comes in a little pack with some Japanese mustard and soy sauce. You stir in the sauces, and what you end up with is a goopy, sticky consistency. Doesn't sound too appetizing, does it? Not one to pass up a new flavor opportunity, though. I tried some. It tasted a little cheesy. I thought it was good. Not too dissimilar from the taste and texture of the cheesy baked beans I used to love as a kid. I found out afterwards that natto is actually one of the highest sources of vitamin K there is. Vitamin K is important for bones and could be beneficial to those suffering from osteoporosis. While natto may not be everybody's cup of fermented tea, there are a whole host of other fermented food recipes that are well worth the time trying. I spend a lot of time spreading the word about these fermented food recipes and showing people how to make all kinds, such as lacto-fermented vegetables and kombucha. You just listened to the post titled Love Your Gut with Fermented Foods by Ryan Navo with elliemcginnis.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. As today's author Ryan mentioned, there are definitely health benefits to consuming fermented foods. The trouble is, not all fermented foods are great for us. For example, certain deli meats are considered fermented meats, but yet many studies have found that consuming these foods regularly increases cancer risk. Also, some fermented foods can be high in sodium. We know that for some, consuming too much sodium or salt for years and years increases the risk for developing high blood pressure, which in turn increases the risk for stroke. A high-salt diet can also increase the risk for stomach cancer. The World Health Organization recommends that otherwise healthy adults consume no more than 2,000 milligrams of salt each day. But most of us get closer to 6,000 milligrams each day, about three times more than what's recommended. But beyond this, even if we think about the quality of the fermented food, if it contains a lot of sodium, it actually lowers the food's nutrient value. It's like kryptonite for the food. So yes, many fermented foods are really good for us, but not all of them are either. All right, that'll do it for today. I'll be back here tomorrow for our usual Friday Q&A, so definitely stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits.